yesterday, as I've been telling you, we watched Hereditary, which was a huge mistake on my part. <laughs> and uh, so when I woke up hungover, gasping for water at 3am this morning. You saw Tony Collette in the corner of your room. I saw Tony Collette in the corner of my room. I had... Sounds like the first album name from Mummify the Gusset. Tony, Tony Collette in the, the corner, corner of the room. room. Tony oh. in the corner. No one puts Tony in the corner. Um, so I've been awake since, well, I, I, I woke up, I'd say circa three and then nodded off probably around six. Mm. Mm. I'm not feeling my best self, but I'm going to give you everything I've got to try and well, you interest look gorgeous. you. Yeah, you do look gorgeous. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, you look oh. fucking rank. Oh, I thought you meant no, like you genuinely look gorgeous. You do look gorgeous. You're glowing. You've got a glint in your eyes. You've eye got a sort of well. a slight kind of like yellowy sheen to your face. Oh, I, <laughs> no, I'm joking. The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful yes. trumpet. Thank you. A is for anything, B for baby blue, C is classy, clams and clogs, D for doggy doo. T is easy, F for flange, for gallon, H for ham, I for idiot. You're an idiot. I'm an idiot. J. K is kooky, L for lads, Margaret ladies, lads, lads, lads. M for mummy. M for knock knock, who's there? P, P, who? U, R, S, T, U for ugly, V for Venus, W for W, X is hard to comprehend, why can't I just reach the end? Z for zebra, zinc and zany, spaglioni, zip, zip. Bikini, zoom and zoom and zip into the alphabet is really cool. A is for, A is for, A is for, A is for, A is for. Well, we're back for letter Q. 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 Which is a bit of a shit letter, yeah. as you're about to find out. <laughs> we're steaming through the alphabet at this point. Yeah. Yeah. We are. It's only Although, taken three years. Yeah, we do, <laughs> yeah, we steaming. still have quite a few left to go. Yeah, but we're going to shove some into one. Yeah, we are, yeah. Because there's some other <coughs> naughty, naughty letters. Yeah. But Q was quite difficult. Q it just was felt difficult. very limited. Yeah. All right, should we start on some quitting? Yeah, we yeah. should. Start as we mean to go on. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Quitting, which I am quite... I might quit halfway through and we can just chat about some other shit. Uh, it's very hard to research things like this. Yeah. Yeah. But I did find a few little little tidbits. But I was now, also... Now, is it tit or tid? It's tid, but... I feel like if you say tidbits, it sounds a bit weird. I think I've always thought it was tit. Tit-bit. Tit-bit. Because yeah. <laughs> actually, it's I think tidbit is such an odd word. Yeah. yeah. I had a friend who had a hamster called Tidbit. Ew. <laughs> that is fucked. I don't or... know why I find that so gross. <laughs> tidbit. Yeah, but I... First name tid, second name bit, or tidbit, hyphenated? Hey, bit, tidbit. <laughs> I also, like, I found the word really confusing. We were... 10 and she, I was like, oh, what's your hamster called? And she's like, Tibbit. And I didn't know until years later how Tibbit was spelt. But That's like, why I feel like it's it should be spoken as Tidbit. Because Tid, Tidbit. Oh, no, I don't like it. I shouldn't have said it. No, no, I'm glad you did. Look at the fascinating conversation it prompted. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess just kicking us off, can you think about what the last thing that you quit was? Have you ever quit anything? Yeah. Yes. What was like a big one? I think quitting jobs. I've never done a dramatic quit. Yeah. But I have enjoyed quitting jobs over the years. And I always like at the moment, I've got a few friends and relatives who have quit jobs. And I always feel a huge 
sense of celebration for people who have quit jobs. Yeah. I think it's a positive thing. Like, I think it's... Well, you want to imp- quit rather than be fired. Yeah, also. I guess so. Although I'd be very excited if someone got fired. I don't think... Well, anyone you got fired? No, no. I, oh. I like I like my job, but I I don't know anyone that's ever been fired. I don't think oh, I, it's, really, it's it's quite a big fear of mine. Obviously, being fired. Yeah. So you would rather quit if you felt like a firing was. A yeah, but then what if I misjudged it and I just quit my job? <laughs> yes. <laughs> High stakes. Yeah. I think quitting. The reason I celebrate it when people say they've quit their jobs. Yeah. Is like I think it's good to make decisions mm-hmm. like that yeah and there's, it is a decisive thing to do it means even if you've made a mistake you're like you're you're now pushing yourself in a direction yeah will... rather than just staying comfy yeah with something that you maybe don't it's not like the dream scenario but no. you'll just stick with it and mm-hmm. then you take a, a punt at least a bit of forward motion yeah <laughs> in yes. any direction yes maybe backwards who knows <laughs> There's any notable quittings, though. Anything. Uh, it also doesn't have to be jobs, like quitting relationships, quitting smoking or drinking or friends. I feel like quitting a book is something I quite like. Yeah. That's a, that actually did. Like, there was a thing. I've got a list of stuff apparently that you should quit to have a more successful life, which you'll be thrilled. Delighted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Motivational moment that. for us. One of the ones that I read that I don't think I put on the actual list was people should quit books more. Yeah. Like the idea of having to read a whole book or watch a whole film, if you feel like 20 minutes into it, you're not really vibing it, is actually just a massive waste of time. Yeah. But I don't know if I agree with that fully. We we have some family, punt. family friends who will like walk out of the cinema, walk out of the theatre, like they will quit stuff. I did walk out of the cinema once. But it feels... When I hear about them doing it, I'm like, oh, that feels so rude. But actually, you've paid for it. Yeah. And it is your time. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not enjoying it. And time is money, my friend. Time is money. Just get out of there. And The Theory of Everything was a shit film. So, uh, yeah. oh, is that what is you walked out yeah, of? I've never the seen Stephen it. Hawking one. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> I had to leave. I just thought this is a waste of my life. Yeah, yeah. The thing with books, I know a lot of people who say, oh, I could never stop. I have to finish a book. If I'm reading a book, I have to finish it. I do get it. That's why it feels so liberating to quit a book because yeah. you do feel compelled to finish a book. And I think, especially because we do so little reading most of us yeah. and so when you are reading something you feel so self-congratulatory and like yeah. oh, look at me I'm reading a book so to stop doing it you feel like this is massive failure yeah but if a book is just proving hard work for you yeah what is the point yeah what was the last book you quit oh um or what's the worst book you quit well I can think of one my when I first read Harry Potter which <gasps> you know I came to very, no oh, no god god I did not quit Harry Potter <laughs> <laughs> You know, I came to Harry Potter late. I was like 16 when I read them, which obviously everyone else had was very much oh. on that train already. Oh, honey, I was 18. So I read them. How did you guys oh, manage yeah, of course to, you were. to steer away from having the plots revealed? I knew what had happened because I'd seen all the films to date. So by yeah. the time I had read the books, the only films left to come out was seven, part one and two. Okay. Yeah, likewise with me. Oh, wow. So you knew, you knew the story. I didn't know that, spoiler alert, Dumbledore dies either right. somehow that I hadn't I hadn't watched all the films okay so I okay. read Harry Potter having not been interested in reading fantasy at all ever and I read Harry Potter became like a kind of born-again Christian about it proselytizing left right and center is that was that why you read Harry Potter because I was 
super gabbering on about it at the time? Or probably. Was that... Probably you and Joey. So I bloody loved it. And mm. then because it, I was like, maybe this is my gateway drug for fantasy. And my friend Sarah was so excited because she was like, oh, my God, this is the best news. Now that you love Harry Potter, you can read the Sword of Truth series. And I was like, <laughs> OK, it sounds a little heavier duty, but I'm uh, willing to give it a go. She was like, if you liked Harry Potter, like this will blow your mind. And it's a, I think it was a 12 book series. And the first book was called wizard's first rule and it was many pages i'm thinking it was like a 700er for book one out of 12 and i was so wanting to be as excited as sarah was by it i think i gave it like 300 pages and it was that's good going that is i think if if you're quitting after 300 pages yeah you you, know you've earned that oh it was shite so i'm sorry (laughs) i can't wait to read it yeah (laughs) sounds like a bit of me (laughs) so yeah that's a memorable quitting of a book but i i think we should all quit books a bit more yeah and films we quit a film the other day i was on holiday with my mum and brother we were watching multiple spooky films and the third one that we watched was a film called The Innocents which is a Swedish <laughs> film Scandinavian Scandinavian film I, I hope it was even Scandinavian <laughs> um, and it was it was it was really good it was a really interesting idea but it was very slow and just quite bleak we started it quite late and then it got to like 11.30pm and my brother was like, there's still 40 minutes left. And we were like, yeah, let's just call it a day. Mm. So did you never know what happened in the end? He read us this, the ending okay. the next day. It was quite grim. It's not, it wasn't like gore. It's just, well, bleak. Yeah, yeah just bleak. Mm. Mm. So Those some, Gandhis know how to do bleak. Yeah, they do. Oh, mm. yeah, I, I love just it. remembered. I've actually just, we recently quit season two of The Bear. I just, yeah, yeah. me too. It was so shy. Yeah, I, it was I think just boring. I, I was watching it with Cicely, my housemate, which always slows down the process because you have to both be in the house. Yes, 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 yes. But I think we're we're on like episode three and I think I'm just going to call it a day. It's yeah. not worth it. Of series two. Of series two. That's exactly when we quit as well. I'm I think not we gave it, it five eps. Yeah. And just... Series one, I really liked. Yeah, it has a, it has more pace to it. But as I was, I was talking about it with someone anyway, it's like if you're basing a whole series on its kind of mo being pace. Yeah, like that's going to get mm. old pretty quickly. And yeah. so by the second series, and I just can't deal with that guy shouting all the time. Yeah, there's a lot of shouting. Mm. <laughs> Cousin, yeah. shut the. Oh, what Desi from Girls? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, okay, great. Well, that's a wonderful um, yes. little kick-off into the quit. I'm glad we've all quit There's a bit. I feel, very, I feel very vindicated in that quitting. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was worried that yeah. I was being a sort of philistine. Yeah, I've had some criticism for it, but I don't care. In my family, which comes from when we all, I was going to say used to, but still w- would game, my dad in particular would always shout up the stairs, time to save and quit. <laughs> and that's, just become, that's become like such a staple of the Deniston family lexicon of like if anyone's doing something that's like annoying or yeah. it's time to start doing something it's that's time, really to, time to save and quit oh I love that yeah it's good mm. love it let's <laughs> steal it well so quitting you know it can be a good thing as we're discussing it's, I think it's given like a lot of negative connotations mm. three problematic men all quit and became very successful <laughs> 
Bill Gates, what? Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, and Gandhi. Um, oh. They all quit. Uh, Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg, famous, obviously quit Harvard and then went on to have oh, yeah. huge, big careers. And Gandhi gave up his lawyer career. Oh, really? Um, and went on to become, you know, Gandhi. <laughs> went on to become <laughs> the, the Mahatma. So. Like you say, it's like it's it's the, it's the time thing. Giving up if you're giving too much of your time to something that's not working, it is good to quit. Yeah, I think it's a bold. Oh, sorry, don't know if you wanted to just carry on what you were saying there. No, but no, that, that I think quitting. I like, eh. the, the reason <laughs> it's it's essentially just it's taking a risk and believing or trusting yourself. Yeah, isn't it? And it's, or, it's or, putting or, you first. Although yeah. sometimes I think I'm probably guilty of this. Is quitting before you've had a real stab at it. Yes. yes, and that's when yeah. it's not as good. Yeah, because maybe you're scared of failing, so it's easier to quit. Yeah, oh and yeah, that's I do a classic, that. A classic reason for quitting is yeah. the fear of failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, and yeah. one should never be scared of failure. I always am, unless it's like you're on Squid Game or something. Yeah, then unless your life be very afraid. <laughs> yes, fear of failure and quitting, very familiar. What's yeah. why are you scared of failing? Because it's embarrassing. Although I heard something and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Literally, I listened to something. Oh, it was something around, like, it means you don't actually end up trying anything at all. Yeah. 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 Which is way better to try something and fail. I it's mean, kind of really like old. the fig tree, sort of, in Sylvia Plath's The Bell Jar. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, she's like, this is my life ahead of me and I see all of these possibilities and all these uh, figs at the end of branches and each one moves me further away from any other fig. But if you don't just take a decision and pick a fig, they're all mm. going to start rotting and fall off. Oh, yeah. lovely. Yeah. Love Good that. old Plath. She's um, a clever girl. And what? it's woman. <laughs> Madam. <laughs> Queen. <laughs> well, also quitting has been proved by some psychologists um, that it's... Which ones? I did have their names and I deleted them because I couldn't... I was like, oh, it's just so boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, 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 it's better for your mental health and your physical health. I guess not being like a persistent quitter. But they did a study where they had two groups of people and they were called... Uh, quitters and bulldogs and the bulldogs were the ones that would obviously carry on like a dog with a bone mm. and after a while they then started doing like testing on them and the quitters suffered less from skin disorders poor sleep indigestion and headaches and they also found that the bulldog stress hormone showed they were in a constant state of, of chronic stress that wow. makes me feel like I'm a bulldog. Skin conditions and <laughs> yeah. chronic stress. Yeah, yeah. I that feel, is but I me think I am a, a bulldog, a, to be fair. But you are a bulldog because you're very thorough and a perfectionist. Yeah, and you will not give up until you are the best. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think I quit, and I don't, I'm definitely not scared of failing. No. I don't think. No. I don't. I don't care. I, I. I only care that I've tried my best. You are a very admirable person. You are. <laughs> but I have chronic stress because <laughs> yeah. I'm a bulldog. Uh, yes. Yeah, um, and maybe sometimes I should quit, so I will never be making another album again. <laughs> no, this is my formal retirement from the music industry. Oh my god! Also, this was something that I mean, it's it's one of these facts that's like depressingly obvious, but basically, when they changed the laws about marriages not needing to be ended by both partners oh, yeah. in in the 60s and 70s they changed it so if one person opts out you know it's over divorce mm, hoy 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 they found that this 
led to a drop in women's suicide rates by 20% and the domestic violence rates falling as well. So there's a good example of when you should be allowed to quit. When you should be allowed to quit, which I mean, it is depressingly obvious. Yeah. God, that's so horrible. Yeah. But also great that, you know. Fantastic. But that happened. Yeah. 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 We're in a better, better time. Well, a big, big, big thing to quit is smoking. That's one of the... Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Tony Robbins! Who's Tony Robbins? Oh, biggest crush. Wait, isn't he... No, not Tony Robinson. (laughs) Not Tony... Not Baldrick. (laughs) Baldrick slash Time Team. Tony Robbins is the motivational speaker with... You've told us about him before. He's extremely (laughs) tall with an extremely deep voice and... People pay thousands of pounds to go to his motivational like weekends. Does he have a very rectangular head? Yeah. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking <laughs> about. Big jaw. Shape, anyway. His head's shaped like a big cigarette. <laughs> but he it's does a lot of this stuff and gets people to do this. There's a fascinating. <laughs> so that's why we just did that. We're all flapping our arms, by the way. I really, um, I really recommend the Tony Robbins documentary on Netflix. I found it fascinating. Is he a make? He's a motivational, make your life better. Quit, yeah, quit and smoking. It's kind of fascinating because obviously I would love to go on one of his weekends, but <laughs> really? I, and like, I can I can see I never would. <laughs> I can see it genuinely. A lot of his tools are helpful, and, and people have these breakthroughs. But also, it's so fascinating from a kind of culty. Perspective, yeah, and all cults have a charismatic leader at the core. Always, always, a big, tall, rectangular-headed cigarette, (laughs) (laughs) cigarette man, cigarette. Well, smoking is very hard to quit, famously. Yes. So, about like thirty to fifty percent of smokers try and quit every year, and there's a success rate of seven percent. Wow. And it's an average of thirty attempts before you hit that successful attempt. I really, really. I mean, I, I, I don't smoke. Religiously, just in church. (laughs) (laughs) But I, even so, I really could just quit now. There's stuff I couldn't quit. Hell yeah, crisps. Yeah, I have a crisp quitting fact. Go on. It was for you. What is it? It's really sad. No, what is it? Well, it is on the top of the list of foods that you should quit. Oh no! Because if you eat just eighty-five grams a week, which is 2.5 2.5 bags of walkers and if you've if the, you, small, what? the small bag oh, hang on so a sec caught, how many grams is one bag of walkers 32.5 are we talking grab bag or grab seriously bag. small bag but remember there's a lot of air in those as well yeah. so yeah. if you pour those crisps out into a bowl try and imagine we're looking at sort of just like a quite a standard small like portion of you'd crisp. put it out for a cocktail party of four people and it'd be gone within maybe 10 minutes Oh, oh, oh no. No. I'm sorry. Bringer, I didn't say I you didn't say you would be there. <laughs> I'd say for a normal average, I would not put no. that small amount of crisps out. Of it's the not one bag. Four, no, two point. It's in a first round. It's a first round of crisps. I'm sorry. They, I don't no, think that that would do at, at all. You're looking at a big, big bag for a cocktail party of four. Yeah, at the least. At the least. I'm thinking just the size of the bowl, right? <laughs> it's literally like you're looking at like a kind of. 20 centimetre diameter bowl yeah. would probably fill two and a half bags in a fairly average way. Yeah. Okay, that's just picture that. Okay. So that's your, <laughs> that's what you're getting for a week, okay? okay? Okay. For a week. So if you eat just that in a week, in one year, you'll have consumed 23,400 calories just wow. from that alone. 23,000? Yeah, which is a pretty hefty calorie amount and it will add about seven pounds to your waistline apparently oh my god not this that we should worry why. but we shouldn't worry about these things but as in they, they are they are famously like this is why i simply 
cannot lose weight. <laughs> That's such <laughs> bullshit. I eat more than that. How many was the Yeah, me too. I mean, we, we eat like two giant bags of Pipers every... Pipers? <laughs> Hello, Pipers. Pipers. <laughs> Pipers, are you there? Do you want to sponsor us? That's awful. Yeah. Um, so these are things you should quit doing to be more successful, according to a few different articles on the internet. Okay. <laughs> um, making excuses. Oh, do we make excuses, ladies? Yeah. I do, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to quit it. Okay. Quit it. What? So you should just say No. I guess. Or I think it's more, no, not making excuses to not go to social events. That's absolutely uh, fine. having not done stuff. Like, I think it's like making excuses to like not do the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Oh. Like, yeah. Also but it's basically yeah. procrastinating, which is also on the list of things you should quit. It's kind of like, I oh, I didn't do that because it was because I was this or that. Yeah. And it's like, you kind of know deep down you could have done a thing. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, playing the victim card. But now, I don't think you guys play the victim card. Nah, no, I don't no. think so. I don't think any of us do. I don't feel maybe I do like I have nah. much of a victim card to play. No, neither. Because I've yeah. I don't think either any of us. Also, do just this. To, I didn't choose these based on what I no, think no, that I know, you guys need to hear. Why are you calling me the victim? Uh, <laughs> expecting good things to just happen. I'm getting out there and doing it. I'm a sucker for that. <laughs> I'm well. I'm a terrible person. This does not I make crisps. you a terrible. <laughs> I do everything person. on this list. <laughs> no, that's not terrible. These are just things that you should quit to be, yeah. in inverted commas, okay. successful. Okay, okay. What does that even happy. mean? This is why I'm not successful. So, But it's all... You are successful. Thank you. You it's are. just Look silly you. fun. You've got Playing a job the victim and card a again. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I was doing it. Maybe I do do it. No! Tick, 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 tick and tick. Tick, tick and tick again. Um, complaining rules. instead of looking for solutions. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Check. Yeah, yeah that's like a very that. easy one to do. Should all. detest solutions. Moan. Yeah, me too. <laughs> they stank. Or I just ask other people what their solution would be then do that oh yeah which also links to focusing on the negatives oh we've got to oh, stay yeah. positive ladies we've got to stay positive that's a bit of me i adore Can't. the negatives i just I, I i'm like a moth to flame before and it comes back to the quitting thing actually like the, <laughs> come on, the flame. it actually comes back to the quitting theme the fear of failure is because as soon as i have an idea for absolutely anything my brain is like ding, 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 ding. Oh, These are all the problems yeah. with doing that. And that's why you shouldn't do it because yeah. it will not be enjoyable and you will fail. Yeah. I'm sure. I think I've said this fact. Think about the podcast though, guys. Yeah. It is wildly successful. See what you're doing there? What? You're being sarcastic in a negative way. To make myself feel safe. And now you're calling me out for it. <laughs> and I feel vulnerable. But we're doing it. Yeah, we, we had an idea it. and we saw it through and yeah, we're doing it. Yeah. And, and we it's love really doing fun. It. Yeah. And it's very successful. Also, what the frick <laughs> is, is success anyway? Exactly. Because who who defines that? We Because we love it. It's like the highlight of our weeks. Yeah. Okay, right, guys. Well, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It's the highlight of my week. No, truly it is <laughs> my weeks. Well. It's this. It's a. It's That's a golden success. ticket in my yeah. back pocket. Yeah. When when work is a bit boring, or yeah. you know, I'm like, God, that is a lovely thing that I can do. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think this is a lovely note to leave this section on. So Q stands for Q <laughs> in this instance, because yes, I am in fact talking about queuing okay. today. Is that written on your paper? No, it's not. That was off the cuff. That was gorgeous. Um, Q. I can imagine you saying it to the mirror this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, get it right. Q um, is impactful. Q. Q stands for Q, and I I was delighted 
you know, we queue for different reasons. Uh, we queue, we queue out of necessity, yeah, yeah. and we also queue for things. I suppose it's still out of necessity, but people queue for very silly things. And one of the things that I had been thinking about all week in preparation for this, which I think of as the silliest among the silliest queues, are for what we would call drops at I... shops such as Supreme drops. I like fashion drops, drops, where there's like they're releasing a new capsule collection or <laughs> yes, whatever. Yeah, and I was Yeah, well, drops. someone knows their fashion. I don't know if it is a capsule collection. I don't know what that I, is. Capsule I collection. think a capsule collection. <laughs> capsule. Well, I know what a capsule wardrobe is. I long to have one. But... Is it where is you... that where you have like staples? You basically. I think it's based on a Parisian fantasy where you really just rotate about 20 items yeah. that can all be blended with each other. Oh my gosh, oh, adore. I love that. That's my, that dream. my dream. It's my yeah. dream too, girls. But you just need to be able to afford some good <laughs> quality shit. And, and tailoring, I think, is the key to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. good tailoring. Oh, that's what I want. We'll get there. Yeah. We're going to make so much money from this podcast. Yes. <laughs> We're all going to have a capsule collection. <laughs> Pipers. <laughs> oh, come on, Pipers. Come on, Pipers. Come on, Pipers. Well, we, haven't, we haven't formally asked them yet, so should, should we, we just, just do it now? Them? Okay, Pipers. No, but as I, in like written, listen should we write them? <laughs> okay, but also to all the listeners, if yeah. anyone has a connection to Pipers crisps, crisps yeah, or please. would like to even just write to Pipers and give us a good reference. Yeah, or, or a petition. Or if anyone... <laughs> Would like to sponsor us? Oh, yeah, please get in contact. <laughs> it's not just pipers. Yeah, we would take any money. Um, <laughs> clean money. Clean money. Good clean money. Uh, so, but really, what I was saying. So, you, so drops. <laughs> yeah, drops. Um, sorry, I. As <laughs> I passed a shop that I've never heard of on the way here, but I knew what I was seeing because I saw this silly little line of people forming around a corner. What was the shop? It was called golf. But anyway, the fact is, girlies, apparently we all spend 52 working days of our lives in queues. Oh, Lord. And that's wild. Yeah. I'd happily, I'd happily give queue. up some working days for a queue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you could get it all out of the way. Yeah. So, yeah, as I mentioned, though, we queue for various reasons. Some of us queue for drops. Some of us queue for bakeries. There's uh, uh, where I live. There are two trendy bakeries. Toad, that is one of them. Yes, and uh, and there's this other one that opened. <laughs> no, I was just calling you. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Um, and people form the most ridiculous queues for them. And I've eaten some of these pastries. They're good, but they're not worth those queues for. Mm. And people are so sad. So, so sad. We live in such a sad, sad time for food where it's like fetishized yeah. and people make such a hoo-ha. But I'm still victim to it. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, if I see these <laughs> yeah. queues, I'm like, well, what are these pastries like? So I have stood in those queues yeah. to try those pastries. And as I say, they were good, but not the best. Yeah, yeah. No offence if you're listening, because they actually might be listening. Um, <laughs> but then we have queues that we kind of are a bit more compelled to stand in for for practical reasons such as uh, at the airport mm. oh, um, yeah. at Ooh. the train station sometimes yeah. bad time if you're queuing at the train station in Pret in Pret yeah <laughs> one of those real tough queues <laughs> yeah but you have to get a coffee yeah and also it's chaos in there it is, it cha- is they chaos. really need to sort out their system yeah. about where to pick up the coffee 
But if mm. they'd like to sponsor us... Then they can keep it exactly as they want. <laughs> yes, they can. The, the other cues that I thought, in terms of proper cues that I've been in in the past few years, COVID threw up a lot of cues. Yeah, yeah. Because of the shop situation. Oh, God, The distance. Yes. The social yeah, distancing. To get to the supermarket. Absolutely cues in the supermarket outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd forgotten about that until you just said it. Um, you have to queue to get into gigs quite often. Big, big, big yeah, gigs. Yeah, that's true. Which one? Oh, oh, actually. Okay, so yeah, the biggest queue. <laughs> she just fell off the bonquet. <laughs> the biggest queue I've ever been in. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Was for Take That at Wembley. And and how far ahead in the queue were you? Can't remember. Uh, it wasn't a queue in that sense. It was. You hadn't camped. No, okay. it was. I had a ticket. I wasn't like queuing to be let in. No, but no, pe- no. People, people queue for like. Oh, do you mean just to get to the front of to the, the stadium? Yeah, the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no. I mean, I got for a pretty hours. good, pretty good spot actually. Well, overnight. Overnight. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did queue for a long time. <laughs> I remember queuing for a long time for take that. Thank you, boys. Beautiful concert. Um, I'm trying to think what I would queue. What I would get in a it, like what you would queue, queue for. for like two hours to get. Mm. Oof, what would I queue for that I long don't know for? If I would, oh my god, I wouldn't do it. Because also, um, then there must be something. Well, it depends on the circumstances, I guess. Like if suddenly, because one thing in, during the Second World War with rationing, queuing became really big then because of like things that weren't rationed and kind of sporadically came on became available. They just have a limited run. I suppose it was a, the the, fir- a the drop. original drop. <laughs> yeah. Um, and people would just see a queue and join the end of it, not knowing what they were even queuing for. Yeah. Well, that's true. Because it was yeah. just take a chance, might be a donut. Yeah. So what, is there anything that you might queue for? Well, if I would Gold. Queue- <laughs> gold. <laughs> bullions and bullions of gold. I just don't think, it sounds awful, but I just don't think I care enough about anything in that realm mm. if I, that I would queue for two, over two was it over two hours two yeah. hours and, and up maybe like delicious fruit what, I <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> That's such I a just tried to, I'm trying to think really like would you really queue for two hours to get like a delicious pineapple no that's not what I was picturing I was thinking of a lovely basket of apples <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes, okay, that's, yeah, I completely get that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That is so funny. I haven't slept. I'm not sure. It's like you're living in like the Middle Ages. <laughs> oh, I think we know what to send Gina for Christmas. <laughs> Delicious basket of apples. <laughs> You Granny Smiths. You Coxes. No, Russets. I do she wants not Russets want and Braeburns. I want Russets and Coxes. Uh, Coxes I said yeah. Cox. Yeah, Coxes. Are... Oh, thank you. Mwah. Mwah. We love a Cox. We do love a Cox. Cocky Sussy. <laughs> I, I would maybe... I love a Cocky Sussy. Well, just you wait. But I don't like a Sussy Cocky. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh Cocky. <laughs> oh. I would queue if... <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That noise oh, no, she just made. <laughs> she is gone. Yeah, would you? What would you? A basket of what? <laughs> I wouldn't queue for a basket of March. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like gold. <laughs> yeah, God, I see. But it's like, spreading. if I, I would queue. If someone was like, you can have a night out on the tiles with Alessia Russo. Yeah, on but she what? didn't know that I'd had to queue for it, and she just thought it was like you were just pals, and then we became like. Really good friend. Who I'd is Alessia Russo? She's a footballer. footballer. What are the tiles? A night on the tiles. 
Night out on the tiles? If you Like never... dancing. I've what? never heard of that. Is that a new <laughs> phrase? It also no. sounds like being ill in the bathroom. Yeah. A night out on the tiles. No, a night on the tiles. Is it the disco tiles? <laughs> I don't think we should read into this too much. Oh Why God. are they tiles? Have you never heard this before? I, I feel like I've heard you say it. No. It's a very common expression. Are you sure you're not saying night on a town? No. <laughs> night on a towel. <laughs> a night on the, the t- tiles. A night out on the tiles. Okay, so yeah. you're going to queue but, but for a I, night out on the tiles. But in my heart, I'd know that I'd had to queue for it. And yeah. that it it's wasn't like genuine. paying for a backstage experience, yeah, which yeah. I wouldn't do because Robbie Williams. I'm too shy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to queue for a basket of apples. You're not going to queue for a night on the tiles with Alessia Russo. And Marika, you're not going to yeah, queue for no, I, I am. But I just don't ever want her to know that I queued for it. I want her to think that we're true friends. She would never know. No, she'd never know. I feel kind of the same way as you. Like, it, it's a bit weird if you've queued for it, but I might queue for, like, a night in with Nigel Slater. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are I your answers? I don't mean it in that way. <laughs> I <What>? just... <laughs> My word. I love you. They don't make them like you, Gina. (laughs) And I know. You know what? You have whatever you want. I really, I don't want to say any (laughs) more. I haven't slept. I haven't. No, it's really hard to know what you'd keep. Yeah, I, I get. I'm still I feel like I even keep, after all of these insightful I'd, answers, I still got. I sort of queue for everything and nothing. I just maybe I just don't know what I'm queuing for yet. <laughs> oh my god, she, she is crying. Oh, I think I'm actually just stressed crying now after after the night. <laughs> Your face is wet. I need to get a tissue. Is there one out in there? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry about that. So, um, what I was saying, I think, is that people queue for different reasons. And so... um, Clearly. One thing that pops up quite quickly with queuing is that that it's this very British thing and that we're particularly good at queuing in the UK. I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true at all. Why would we be better at queuing than anyone else? Because we're polite. Yeah, I think it is true. Okay, it, it, it could <laughs> yeah. be true. I do too. From observations yeah. on my travels. But there are, and, and there are observations that I read from other people who are also on their travels, <laughs> uh, who have said, Canada came up as, as a biggie. They're people, very polite as well. Okay, and at Singapore came up as one very where people are very, very good at queuing. <laughs> but there are a few reasons that might explain why this myth of British, or not myth, of Brits being great at queuing, arose. And one of them is in the early... Mesopotamian. (laughs) No, in the early 19th century in Britain, around the time of the industrialisation of of towns. And so uh, you had lots of people moving from the countryside into towns, Mm -hmm you suddenly had many more people around each other and the shopping system changed from one of market stalls and a slightly informal kind of bartering system 
to a formal setting of a shop, which just lent itself to a more formal queue, um, one in, one out kind of vibe. Right. That was one thing. About 100 years later, during the Second World War, there was apparently lots of propaganda around queuing as an opportunity to kind of do your duty, take your turn, like democracy, fairness. It was a way of signalling like you were doing your bit, which really reminded me of a lot of stuff that came up during the COVID pandemic. Mm, yeah. People became really obsessed with kind of showing their, yeah. doing their bit. And I found it very irksome, actually. Yeah, mm. yeah, me too. So that was, I think, cemented this idea of Britain as politely queuing. And then something in in my extensive uh, research that came up was the queue at Wimbledon, which I haven't even heard of. Do you know about this? No. no. It's called the queue, capital Q. <gasps> Um, oh, is this where you queue for tickets? Yeah, like re resold tickets. Or so something? I think it was. I think it might be one of the only major sporting championships where you can queue on the day for on the day tickets. You can only buy tickets for that day in this queue, but it's serious stuff. People camp wow. in the queue, you, but there are is a thirty page handbook on Whoa. the codes. Of the queue. Oh my god! So that's insane. Life's too short. It is well, but this queue isn't. <laughs> oh no! Can't ask if you guys again. <laughs> um, the queue is very long, very very long. You can have a maximum two person tent in the queue. So okay. I saw like one family. This guy's flown his family of however many people over from Australia, and they have a row of two man tents, and all these silly little rules. But I would suggest anyone coming from Australia to go to Wimbledon, maybe just pre-buy your tickets. Yeah. Yes, but apparently it's extremely difficult to do. That's why this queue is... Uh... That's a big punt to fly oh, over. Oh, indeed. But it's their choice. <laughs> it's an interesting choice. But people love the queue. It seems to be this place where everyone kind of... The Wimbledon queue. Yeah, it, it's it's not just about the queue. It's about the queue. It's about so much more than the queue. People play music. They eat ice creams. They have yeah. sandwiches, they sit in chairs, they probably have little flags, who knows. But one of the instructions in it is something, just to clarify, you are in the queue if you join it at the end of the queue. Because people actually need that explaining to them. Wow. <laughs> queue barging is a real thing that gets people well, irate. Yeah, that's one of the barging. absolute no-nos no -nos on the list of what not to do on this code of conduct. Um, so... Yes, queue jumping, we will come on to that. But I was thinking, like, there are queues that are very clear how you should queue. And then there are there are a few examples that I can think of where queues queuing has, it loses its rules. The bus is one. Yeah, yeah. One other place that I wanted to mention that has seems like queuing rules don't exist is the pub. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it, it wouldn't work, really, if there were actual queues, because... The way that bars are shaped, yeah. like you just can't have a queue in a pub. Yeah. And actually, when people do queue in the pub, it's very silly. I don't think I've ever seen a queue in a pub. Well, you sort of end up in a throng. Yeah, yeah. but there's a, there is a respect. A, yes. Yeah. But you oh, have sorry, to keep here first. Yes, yeah. the, like the little oh, side eyes, sure. peripherals. Yeah. I suppose what I mean by there is no yeah. queuing is that you have to fly by the seat of your pants. You have to 
be thoughtful of others, but you have to understand that life is about getting ahead. <laughs> no, I just, you can't form a bloody queue in a bar. No. no. It's ridiculous. It's so, not fun either, in that sense. It would feel very like, for, it's not a formal setting. Yeah. Yeah. And also there's just no room to have a line yeah. in a yeah. pub. So don't queue at the pub, but also do remember who was there before you. Yes. yes. And always suggest that they be served first. <laughs> Um, psychology of queuing. So there's an entire branch of psychology devoted to queuing. And it's all rooted in the idea that uh, of fairness, first come, first serve, very, very basic. That notion must have been around since many, many old cavemen were here. Um, and the key <laughs> of the key in the psychology of queuing is not the length and the time, the weight that it is, but it's how the queuer feels while in the queue. So that this is why sounds very basic, but this is why we have music when you're put on hold with whoever. It's also why we have mirrors in lifts. Because when lifts were first here, people were just like <laughs> Standing was that? in the ancient uh, Mesopotamia, Mesopotamian lifts. People were just standing in boxes like, well, where the heck am I now? And then they brought in the numbers that would show which floor you're on because it just giving people a sense of progress mm. in the queue relaxes them, makes them feel more in control, helps them f to feel a little less tense in the queue. Um one other thing, just a helpful tip for you if you are in a situation with multiple queues and you go to the queue on the left because apparently the fact that most of us are right-handed, I shouldn't have said us, I'm left-handed, most of you are right-handed, <laughs> um, so we there, or you therefore tend to go right, tend to choose something on the right, so if you choose the queue on the left, apparently you're likely to get there first. Lovely. That's a little one for you to take home. That's now, good. Just one last thing I wanted to talk about was back to the queue jumping and probably the most famous instance of queue jumping we've experienced in our entire lifetime was the huge outrage caused by Philip and Holly. Yeah. Like Jump what it's done to their careers. Exactly. Oh, good God. I mean, that was the, the ball rolling. Neither of them work on this morning anymore. Yeah, their lives are not the same. No. And... Perhaps it was the queue. So we're talking, of <laughs> course, amongst other things, about, amongst yeah, other other small details. Um, the queue to see the coffin was it? Yeah, she, not she the was body. In there. She was. Well, was she? But well, yeah. that's a good point. Actually, yeah. um, they so said she was the coffin of Queen Elizabeth II. So I was trying to refresh my memory about what happened. <laughs> <laughs> with Philip and Holly. They queue jump. Well, that's they, what yeah. people say, but they, they went, went in the press bit and they're not, they were just, it was like, everyone was like, have some respect. Because okay. that was like actual journos like covering it and but, they're just silly little TV celebs. They are, but what they were saying, first of all, I just don't care. But I, I mean, at the principle, I do care. Of course, you shouldn't queue jump, but if we're to believe Holly in her little explainer, she says... We didn't get to stand by the coffin, which is where everyone who queued stood. And they, she said, they walked down a carpeted hallway, which they, these Philip and Holly people and the journalists didn't get to walk on carpet. Boo hoo. So she's saying what, what they, what they saw, they was, weren't queue jumping lesser. because it was a lesser experience. experience. And they still said, oh, it was the most profound thing I've ever done. And I really struggled to believe that. Yeah. Um, don't trust but also, R.I.P. Lizzie, I was a fan of your work. But 
<laughs> haven't slept. Um, Have a nap. What do you guys think of Philip and Ollie jumping the queue? I don't I give a shit care. about any of it. <laughs> I didn't care about the queue itself in the first place. Yeah. I don't care about them. As in, I don't care about any of it. No. In that sense. Like, I think it's bad to queue jump. And yeah. I don't like queue jumpers. Yeah. yeah. And the idea that you should get is like a separation between us and them, I think, is probably what pissed people off. Yeah. Mm. But then at the same time, because I didn't wasn't really invested in... Yeah, I couldn't care less. Also, I don't <laughs> trust her. I don't believe her. Yeah. There was carpet. Yeah. Then, yeah, I bet she walked on a carpet. Yeah. Oh, not anymore. Oh, not anymore. <laughs> Ow. What happened? I just bent my finger. And I was clenching my fist with rain. Philip and Holly. See, yeah, that's, that's the cue. That's the cue. That's your cue to, to quit. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Done. For my cue, yeah. I'm going to do quorn. Q U O R N. Quorn. Partly because, as we mentioned, there aren't a huge amount of cues, but partly because it's a real giant of the alternative meat industries. Yeah. Mm. And I thought, what's going on there? Mm. Yeah. And actually, there isn't a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Are we? Would it be fair to say that corn? Oh yeah, they're bigger than Linda McCartney, aren't they? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of this research is quite outdated, but. I think it's the biggest still. Still, even with beyonds and things floating around. Even with beyonds and things. Beyonce. Float. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Um, do we eat much corn? Oh, yeah. No. Well, I eat not loads, but I tell you what I do eat every now and then. Corn nuggets. Corn nuggets. They're, They're better. Fucking good. I'm sorry, and I will say it, they are better than chicken nuggets. I they think I agree stunning. with you. Yeah. I can eat a whole bag yeah. comfortably. I just don't know why you wouldn't eat them because chicken nuggets, you're not getting much chicky in there. Bad no. for chickies. What, it's probably like feet. Wasn't it? It's like the whole sort of carcass really whizzed up. Yeah, and then with oh, oh, pink To be fair, I might as well use the whole... Oh, it actually yeah. makes me feel really right. sick to my pip. Nose to tail. And oh, also right. those Beyond, Beyond Meat Burgers are fucking good as well. Yeah, so the other night we had a Beyond Burger with oven chips and corn nuggets it was <gasps> that's lovely very wow. lovely that but really i actually good. find those beyond burgers a little disturbing how so i i like my fake meat to be like fake meat as in that's why the nuggets work so well yeah mm -hmm. because nuggets don't really resemble meat i in their original form mm. and so then i'm just like great whereas when it's got almost like fake sort of like a plasma blood coming out of it i'm mm. like you Ew, don't trust it. I don't trust that. Mm. And also, like, the fact that you've artificially created it to be like that, it takes me more into the idea of it, like, those juices being floating around. Whereas when I'm just eating a lovely, like, medium-cooked burger, I'm not thinking about that. Yeah, it, just, it, it makes you why. think about the sort of visceral... Very visceral. ...meaty... Because someone's actively put that there. It's not just yeah. a byproduct of, yeah, you know... Yeah. Whereas, like, I'm like... But then it's you like, do mm, have that burger. with meat. Yeah, that's they, what I'm saying. With but real so, meat, they... they put stuff in to make it oh like, no well they pump stuff full of water to, so it's and heavier hormones and stuff yeah but not hopefully the meat that I'm procuring well even your M&S chickies they're full of hormones they're full of hormones oh yeah what, the organic ones chickies but, but, but chickies have bad, bad there's a bath that they all go in to get rid of their feathers oh right yeah and it's full of poo and hormones oh. it's not good <laughs> 
That is disgusting. Sounds like the bath I had this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah. I just think a lot of, I really do think a lot of the meat alternatives are so delicious. It's not necessarily that they even taste exactly like the real thing, but they just in and of themselves have a delicious taste. Like those corn... Sausage, mini cocktail sausages. I love those. Corn mini cocktail sausages. Corn scotch eggs. Not tried them. Really good picnic eggs, I think they're actually called. Yeah. I think that what they do for me, rather than the flavour being like, apart from the nuggies, which are just divine, yes. <laughs> and they taste of Captain Bird's Eye chicken dippers, yeah. which yeah. was like my favourite thing as a youngster. But it's more the texture that yeah. I'm reaching for when I go for these alternatives. Yeah. Like most of the time, I don't need to have a meat replacement on my plate. I'm just enjoying the vegetables that I'm eating. Yeah. But if I want that textural experience, yeah, that's when I'm going to go, for your hello, corn. Mr. Beyond Burger. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Corn Nugget. Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Yeah, I yeah. do know. Yeah. I do know. I was on the corn website Yeah. and they have got so many products. Some of them really do look fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh my god, tell us that. There's one that's like, have you seen the like turkey slices and the ham slices? Yeah, yeah. They've got roast beef slices, Ooh. and they look really bad. The really, thing is, really I bad. would say is roast beef slices from a packet anyway is not, it's good. not good. Yeah, yeah. You're taking a punt. But then yeah. they, they had some like lovely kind of spicy, spicy chicky sliders that look. And basically, it's the chicken stuff that I that looks delicious. Because chicken's me. the easiest to yeah. sort of. And not, it's not even about, like you say, it's not about replicating, but you can make some, a version of it that's tastiest, the easiest. I yeah. think Because the other ones just require a little bit too much imagination the yeah. one that from I've, the creator. Yeah. I've never tried, Mr. Corn. but Mr. the Corn. ones that freak me out are like packets of bacon where they've tried to create stripes they of different colours. They as well. That I don't does, like that, it, just, it just tastes horrible. Yeah, I don't like that. It just tastes of kind of smoky bacon flavour crisps. Sm- it but... tastes like a smoke flavouring and like salt and Oof. it's just and it's a really weird texture. Yeah. Like an insole. Mm. Yeah. Like a salty, yeah, yeah. smoky insole. Um, but I like that they all exist as in... If, yeah, please sponsor yeah, us. If you want If you want, if you them, want that, yeah. That's good. But my there. preference isn't that in Seoul. Well, now, what is corn? Yeah, what is yeah, it? What do, is you, it? do you know what it is? It's a no. mushroom protein. Well, isn't it? This is very interesting you say that, Marika, because when I get onto my controversy section, yeah, it's, oh, that sort of comes up. But it is, in fact, it's a mycoprotein, not micro, which I okay. So that is fun. a mushroomy thing. It's a fungal. It's it's a fungus. It's not a mushroom. It's oh, are they different? They are different. It's a mycoprotein that's fermented in vats from a fungus. Yeah. There's nothing really to do with mushrooms. But that's because fungi is different to mushrooms, right? Mushroom is the fruiting body of a fungus. There you go, yeah. Okay. This is found in soil and then fermented. It's made from a strain of the soil mould, Fusarium venatum. Yeah. By fermenting it, you add glucose, you add some nitrogen, vitamins and minerals and then heat treat it to remove excess levels of ribonucleic acid mm-hmm. and that's what it is basically how does it grow let me tell you is it mycorrhizal this is from the corn website okay this is what they say this is how they make it they take a, a sachet sized amount of fusarium which is the fungus that's yeah. found in the soil and let it grow <laughs> <laughs> like, is it like growing maybe like a yeast and through yeah through a fermentation prote- okay. process that they <laughs> <laughs> we will not ferment the corn <laughs> 
We've refined since those early days. We let it grow in our fermenters for a few days before we start to harvest. Harvest, says, I hate that word yeah, in the relation to vats. Yeah. The fusarium venatum converts carbohydrate, carbohydrate into protein, producing corn mycoprotein, a protein-rich sustainable food source that is packed with fibre, low in saturated fat, and contains no cholesterol. But quite processed. It is yeah. very, it's ultra, ultra processed. But I guess in the sense that it, there is quite a lengthy process to make it. Yes. And as we start with just under a gram, we grow it into 1,500 tonnes of corn mycoprotein in each fermentation cycle. It is highly sustainable, environmentally friendly, but bearing in mind I am reading this off the corn website, so they're not <laughs> yeah. exactly going to say. But why it came about is, is was actually a response to worries about food shortages in the 60s oh. because we were already beginning to outgrow the resources that we had, like population demand was higher than what we were getting off the farms. Which, may I just say, uh, demand outstripping supply demand is outstripping in fact why queues exist. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Anyway, back to you. Full circle. Yeah, so scientists are worried about food shortages and being able to keep up with demand. So a man called Lord Joseph Arthur Rank, who was chairman at, I think, Hovis, as in like Hovis Bread, mm. but it was called something slightly different in those days, set up a team of scientists to find like alternative ways to sustain ourselves yeah and they screened over 3,000 soil samples from around the world and eventually discovered fusilarum varamenterum <laughs> and then off they went they thought let's put this in a vat and they thought let's just put this in a vat but that was happening in the 60s and then the sale of corn oh it was approved by the UK government it's a UK company and he was is it, it from corn in Leicestershire yeah the place yeah so that's why it's called corn it is although in quite a bizarre turn of events my brother's housemate his like great grandfather was involved in corn in some way and i got this text that said his company the value engineers were asked to design the marketing for a new meat substitute project he worked on the brand positioning and named it corn because that word was already trademarked by the parent food company marlow foods I believe previously it was the name for a defunct brand of biscuits. It wasn't very well known, so they could reuse it and not have to pay to register a new trademark. Mm. But that might be some real insider gossip because I couldn't find that anywhere on the web. Wow, so you Ooh. could have just exposed their yeah, I hope I'm not gonna get in trouble big secrets. That. But everywhere on the internet it says it's named after the, the place in Leicestershire Corn. Because <laughs> Where? Leicestershire. Leicestershire. Yeah. Because old Joseph the guy from who set up Marlow Foods. It was like funded by BP, mm. as in the, the oil. Yeah. yeah. And ICI, like these big, that which is I think a big bank. And they all put a ton of money into it to make this company Marlow Foods just so they could, they could fund this search for alternative foods. But I'm sure it's really all to do with money. Yeah, oh, it probably. Is. It all is. And then it was approved by the government in 1985, but it didn't really seem to hit the shelves until 1993. So before we were born, well, before I was born. The year of my birth. <laughs> but I don't ever remember corn being around. Uh, it was will, pretty niche, but I, I think I can... There's going to be people. Somewhere. There will be people. There Who will be it? listeners. Yeah, right I now. think it was also because even just stuff like vegetarianism back then was like yeah. so niche. Yeah. 
and people. very like aligned with a certain kind of person and you'd kind of be like your lentils and your corn and your hummus people yeah. people eating hummus went before hummus was hummus you yeah know? hummus yeah. got cool in what 1998 yeah yeah i mean their product line has you know massively expanded oh my god i mean over 100 products marie insane i think that's too much <laughs> To be honest, yeah. I think when people spread themselves that thinly, the quality plummets. But they are only dealing with a, a very simple initial thing to then like imprint upon. Yeah. I just think there are things that really work with these fake meats and there are things that needn't be done. Mm. And as we've said, bacon are just... It's never going to happen. Yeah. yeah. just... Why? Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. They might try in the next few years, though. I wonder if well, yeah, yeah lab-grown meat. The fishy, the fishy thing. What is oh, the fishy yeah. thing? Oh. What, when they brought out the cornfish fingers, yeah, and I was quite shooketh. I've not tried them. It's, me it's, neither. But how do they? How are they fishy? Like, what are they putting? I think they're made from like banana skin. It's like a protein that they get out of banana skins, right? That makes the fish bit. Oof. But I don't know what makes it fishy per se. Because oh. I think the thing that seems so silly to me about cornfish fingers or I've seen also in the supermarket, you know, they call it tuna, C-H-O-O-N-A instead of tuna, is that what people love about fish isn't that it's fishy. I know that that sounds silly. But, no, but you're right. But fishiness tends to be a sign that your fish isn't in its prime. Yeah. So why eat something, pardon me? Past prime fish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anything fishy. I mean... <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm not into. I'm not into that. Like a, a he, like a heavy fish flavour. <laughs> so I'm making everything worse. But yeah. So why? I'd rather just have a crispy nut, a crispy corn long crispy thing nut. without any fish flavour. Yeah. This, yeah. Exactly. Because because fish fingers don't taste like fish. No, it's the flakiness and the crispiness that you like. And about. that flakiness. Sorry to say it, Mr. Corn. You ain't ever gonna get that with corn. No, this, you ain't. This seems to be saying that it's just the same as how everything else is made. It's literally just rice flake, wheat flour, water, natural flavouring. Oh, that'll be the fishy. Maybe it's seawater. Rapeseed oil, stabiliser, yeast, salt, paprika. And of course, what do you think is the most major corn product to be sold in a... Sausages. And which exactly? Can you think of... Cocky sauce. Something that happened... Well, no, but in a major retailer. Your high street, a high street brand that sells... Something What's corn. the question? Greg's. It's Greg's. Oh, oh. their sausage roll. The, vegan, the veggie sausage roll. Is it corn? It's corn. It, corn made the filling for it, yeah. Ah. And that came in in 2019. Do you remember? I There was such a huge thing no, about yeah, it. Everyone was like obsessed with it. And it just kept selling out. Yeah. Consistently. And now they just sell loads of them. So <gasps> All the cues. Yeah. vegan sausage rolls. Now, there seems to be like a little feud going on between corn and the Centre for Science in the Public Interest, CSPI, which I think is mainly happening in America because it's obviously now in America as well, where they keep trying and failing to get corn products banned. And the first... <laughs> the, yeah, the first one was about a, a dispute concerning mislabeling right. and that they the original labelling quoted corn as being mushroom-based. Yeah. And actually... That's not true because it's a microfungus, not a mushroom. Right, 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 right. wrong. Um, and so the, both the American Mushroom Institute and a rival company, an, another fake meat company called Garden Burger, both sort of used that as an opportunity to file complaints about corn and try and get it. Oh my God, is that why in Twilight she's like, here's your Garden Burger? Oh, 
Yeah, probably. Product placement, hello. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they said that they said that it was a deceptive claim and mm. then Corn had to take it off the labelling. Which I guess I suppose I can kind of sympathise with. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. It's not mushroom. Also that stops a lot of people who don't like mushrooms but might like corn. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put off some users. And then they had another pop at it and said that it caused allergic reactions and should be removed from all stores because it was making people sick, which I have heard of some people getting upset tummies. Ooh. Just if they have corn, they get a bit of an upset stomach. But mm. I've, but this is, they like went really ham on it saying, <laughs> went ham, <laughs> um, that it caused adverse reactions such as nausea, violent vomiting, diarrhea, and even life-threatening anaphylactic shocks because I think two people died from asthma attacks that have been linked to corn products. But there was, there's also like a lot of stuff about trying to get it banned because it's like doing really well yeah, as an alternative yeah. to fake meat, uh, to meat. So there's a lot of like conspiracy about why this these people are so desperate to get it out of the stores. And that's just because it's like a big rival competitor to meat now. And, and also, also the, the meat other industries ones. in the US are exceedingly powerful yeah oh yeah, yeah huge yeah also, and all the and other fake loads the other more fake, fake meat, meat yeah but, also, but, they'll be like and the reason why corner like don't get off our backs my dudes is because they don't want people to be wary of alternative meat products because yeah. they want it to be good and yeah. a sustainable thing to farming and blah 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 but mm. i found an amazing daily mail article that the 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 uh, headline just reads, Corn to change labels to reveal its main ingredient is mould, with mould spelt wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then classic, meat substitute brand will add allergy warning after two deaths and thousands of allergic reactions, which is so fucking classic. Daily Mail. And then when you actually go on to read it, it's like, yeah, some people got an upset stomach, but it's really not that bad. <laughs> That's classic, isn't it? Um, but yeah, there you go. There's corn. There's corn. Wow. Thank you for listening to AS4. Please join us next week where we'll be riding roller coasters, racing through risks and reveling in revenge. And as usual, you can follow us on all the usual platforms, Instagram, at AS4 Podcast. AS4, AS4, AS4.